Hi everyone, welcome to the Messiah Show. Today I have a very special guest from Los Angeles, from Malibu, California, Dr. Ava Kedal with a couple of doctorates, one in human behavior. She's an expert in love and relationship. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ava. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Your credits are off the roof and I can just name a few, but I would like for you to tell us and teach us about you. Thank you. Well, first of all, I believe that the meaning of life is learning how to give and receive love. And nobody teaches us that. So I've made it my mission to help educate and empower people on love, romance, relationships, intimacy, and even sexual activity and pleasure. Because it is our second basic instinct after survival. And so I have my online university, Loveology University. I have 11 books. I've been so blessed to travel around the world speaking to people on this very, very important topic. Relationship expert and founder of Loveology University, Dr. Ava Cadell. Forgiveness expert, Dr. Ava Cadell. Dr. Ava Cadell, founder and president of Loveology University. Dr. Ava Cadell. I live in Los Angeles. I am the founder of Loveology University. Lovely. Um, yes, I have visited your website, the Loveology <laughs> University, and I think it's a, it's a perfect timing for it because we are all at home and uh, we, we are looking for valuable information and uh, what's better than to learn about love which is a base of everything. I would love for it to be base of everything. Um, so if people want to enroll in your university, how they go about it? Is there a certificate involved? Absolutely. You can enroll and become a certified relationship coach or a certified love coach. I mean, you literally go to loveuniv.com. And today, actually, ever since the COVID-19 began, I have been giving away a lot of material for free especially on meditations to help people, on healing to help people. So it's a very good time while everybody's at home and they're looking for education and they're looking for careers online. Mm -hmm. I think this is a perfect time because no one can take away your education. It's so valuable. And we all have heard that knowledge equals power, but did you know that sexual knowledge equals sexual satisfaction? And that's important to the human race. Absolutely. Well, uh, I am very excited about this show, and I know my whole team, uh, they, are very, uh, they were very excited when they knew you were coming on this show. They had so many questions. I got so many questions. I can only ask a few of them uh, on this episode. Um, so, coming from an expert such as yourself, what does love mean to you? Well, love is the meaning of life. I think that we can only really learn how to love others after we learn how to love ourselves unconditionally with all of our flaws. And as human beings, we're always going to make mistakes. But without mistakes, there can be no forgiveness. And without forgiveness, there can be no love. 
So I have been teaching people how to forgive ourselves and others so that we can open up our heart and we can find love. And then I teach people how to maintain love. Beautiful. I love how you said without mistake, there won't be any forgiveness. And without forgiveness, there won't be any love. So we do need all this. We do need the mistake. We do need the forgiveness mm -hmm. part. And these are all getting us to how to love deeper and more pure. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you so much. I already feel I learned something. Um, <laughs> it feels great. Um, what do you think, where do you think the media went wrong about sexual empowerment? How did they mistranslate that, in your opinion? Well, in my opinion, there are very positive media movies such as Wonder Woman, and that is truly about sexual empowerment. Mm -hmm. And there are TV shows like Netflix, um, Grace and what is it? Frankie, Grace and Frankie with uh, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. Yes, yes. I love that show. And I so love that show too. Sexual empowerment. These ladies invent a vibrator for seniors. You can't get more empowered than that. So there is positive information out there with good role models. You just have to find it. So I don't think they've made a mistake. I think that the media is actually um, creating great content but we have to find the good content and avoid the bad content where women are objectified, for example. So it depends on what, which uh, content we gravitate towards and exactly. try to detect that. Oh, why am I gravitating towards that? And what is this message? And try to correct that or try to find the better content, as you said, and relate to that. Actually, I do love Grace and Frankie, seeing women in their, uh, you know, in their, I don't know, their, their 60s, 50s, and they... Oh, 70s. Very 70s? Even 80s. Um, Jane Fonda admitted that she was 80 years old in one of the last episodes. She's, she's <laughs> inspirational. And I want to look like that when I'm 80. <laughs> you are yeah. gorgeous. You're gorgeous because your heart is beautiful and it's shining through your face. And, and um, you do. Beauty comes from within, and we know that. I agree with you. Um, again, uh, talking about uh, sexual empowerment. What would be the different way, difference between a sexual empowerment and some people may call, may call it hypersexualization? So, hypersexualization can equal sexual empowerment when it's positive, when it's about self love, self forgiveness, and self pleasure because that gives you confidence in and out of the bedroom. However, sexualization can also be negative when it is used to objectify women and even abuse women, which of course results in very low self-esteem and also in um, you know, anguish and anxiety and stress and, and 
negative behavior, such as uh, eating disorders, for example, and just a lack of confidence and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. self-loathing instead right. of self-loving. I hear you. And how do you see this sexual empowerment in a global scale? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I hope we get to see it in our lifetime. But in a global, you know, sexual empowerment world, we would have to have equality, gender, race equality. Um, we would have to have access to positive, accurate information, um, health, um, financial and economic opportunities for everyone to empower themselves, to help their families. And only then can we really and truly find love, peace and happiness, which is what every human being strives for. So it's all about equality. And I do believe we're all equal. I think we all have the same soul. It's just that some people make bad choices. And then the other thing is that I've realized in all my wisdom of doing this for over 25 years is that you can't have yin without yang. Right. So you can't have positive energy without Absolutely. negative energy. Even but though that, I don't know if you agree with this, even that we, in, in our eyes or in my eyes, I look at someone as they had a bad choice but to them, that's their journey. And that's that mistake that they make, as you said, that becomes a forgiveness and become love. So I always, you know, when, uh, when I start growing up, uh, I don't look at it as a mistake or bad choices. Or I don't look at it as bad choices. I was like, okay, that's their journey. Oh my goodness. It's going to hurt so much till they, they learn this particular thing that maybe I have learned earlier, or maybe they're looking at me and uh, seeing that I am learning something that they have learned long time ago. And I'm making a mistake after mistake till I break that cycle. So um, we all have different journey, I guess. And um, I think we should respect each other's journey and help one another when we can, if the other person is ready to listen and hear and grow. Because uh, sometimes even if you have the right material in front of you and you have the right coach in front of you, if your heart is not open and you're not ready to listen and implement, unfortunately, just kind of <laughs> go over your head. You're right. And I would say that these are life lessons. And we all have life lessons. So it's okay to make mistakes, but try not to make the same ones over and over and over again. <laughs> but make new ones. You know, some mistakes can actually be fun, especially in relationships. You know, we've all had bad relationships or disappointing relationships, but they've been stepping stones to great relationships. I agree with that. And as it, uh, this question has brought up with, by two different people knowing you're going to, you're going to be on the show. Um, as a relationship and love coach, um, if there is infidelity in a relationship, do you think there is hope for healing? Do you think there is hope for those that couple to uh, be together and still remain in love? Yes, I think that 
sometimes infidelity can be one person crying out for help because they've been neglected emotionally more than physically. So hmm. it can, I've worked with couples where one of them has been unfaithful, but then they've asked to be forgiven and then they have been made accountable for their mistakes and the couple is actually stronger. The, the relationship has more intimacy than it ever had before. So we can learn from adversity and make our lives even better. As long as both people are willing to forgive and both people want to save the relationship. Right. So if the person who had the affair still making excuses and saying, oh, I did it because of this and this and this, not taking full responsibility, I assume maybe they're not ready um, for, you know, taking ownership and say, okay, let's work on this. And what would you recommend for the other party, for the other partner who actually being, the simple word is cheated on? How can they regain their strain to be able to go forward and rebuild? Well, first of all, they need to stop blaming themselves. Hmm. Very important. So that their self-esteem can rise to the top. And then they need to forgive themselves for allowing their partner to disrespect them, to humiliate them. And then they need to trust their partner again. And you have to earn trust. So for example, they could say, okay, I will trust you if you let me see your mobile phone huh. and check on your text and who you've been talking to. It sounds kind of extreme, it's not. but it's a good test. Because if the other person says no, that's a relationship right. deal breaker. Right. Well, then right. you have your answer. Right. Very interesting that you... Um, talked about that that's something that is right now in our this generation is very important our mobile phone is says so much and um, you know people have different point of view of how they want their relationship to be but in my world in my ideal world is that if there is nothing to hide if there are people are in it for good being together strong relationship then there's nothing to hide so it should be open phone policy and uh, that would kind of build, that, that would not kind of, will build confidence in both parties. And if somebody's going to slip, they may think twice about that. <laughs> yeah, when you're accountable and you're open and honest, it's, it's the best kind of communication that couples can have. I so agree with this open phone policy. And I'm so uh, excited, you know, that we are kind of in the same wavelength and you brought that up. Uh, about let me see your phone so because the other party need to earn the trust back and they need mm -hmm. to work a little bit harder at it and of course the party who has been cheated on they have to work at it too by opening their heart forgiving not souring the moment because of the bad memory um, or, or, or wanting revenge that's although i have said to some of my clients the best revenge is happiness so if you are going through a divorce, for example, or a breakup, then you do want to celebrate the end of a bad relationship 
so that you can open up your heart and find somebody more worthy of you. Lovely. Yes. Before I used to say the best revenge is success. Now I say the best revenge is success and happiness. Ah, and peace of mind. Don't forget peace of mind. Peace of mind. Yes. Yes. You can't buy that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I understand that. And thank you so much. You mentioned that during this tough time, you have been uh, sharing some of your valuable material with people for free. Could you please guide us? How could we, um, you know, uh, log in or is there a link or how could we uh, take advantage or benefit from what you have to offer? Oh, thank you. Well, yes, I'm giving away a healing course, all of my meditations at loveuniv.com. Okay. Because I really think people need help right now. And a lot of people are out of work. They don't have the income they had. And um, some people who are alone, completely alone, just need some healing, some positive information. Just they need to know that there is help out there, even if they are physically alone. We're all in this together. When you say healing, what does healing mean to you? And what is the process of healing? So there are many different processes and different kinds of healing. For example, I think it's really important to know that if you are not a whole person who doesn't need healing, you're gonna find the best relationship because like attracts like. But if you're a broken person, you're going to attract another broken person. And I think it's really important to understand that you cannot find another person to complete you. You can find another person to compliment you. And then you'll have a healthy, long-lasting relationship. I love that. But you also have to heal the past so Mm -hmm. that you don't have that pain Mm -hmm. and carry that toxic stuff into a relationship and so that you don't blame the new person in your relationship for something that a past relationship created that was painful. So there are many kinds of healing and I share them all. There's music, healing through music. There's healing through water, baths and showers. And you can just visualize the water washing away pain and anguish. Um, There's pet therapy. You know, anybody who has a kitty or a doggy, it's so healing because you're getting unconditional love. But then meditation is also very healing. And as you said, you listened to my meditation on the coronavirus. Yes, I listened to your uh, free meditation that you, it was was on coronavirus, it was on relationship, and it was on YouTube. That's where I found, Mm -hmm. very much enjoyed it. And uh, I also shared with one of my dear friends who was going through some stuff. So I was like, oh, check this out. This helped me out. And uh, your voice is so calming and the way you guide, it worked out for me. So I encourage our audience to uh, look at 
uh, search for Dr. Eva Cadell and uh, enjoy the meditation. She's offering it for free and it's uh, valuable and let's uh, benefit from it. Um, I have nine meditations on YouTube and they're all free. Yeah. Lovely. Before we end this episode, which I don't want to, uh, <laughs> tell me a little bit about your books. I know you have wrote about 11 books. Mm-hmm. Could you just touch upon it a little bit and uh, maybe give me your elevator pitch for each one so we can learn uh, about each one? So, yes, I've written many books and some I've written for big publishing companies like Alpha and Penguin. I think the last one I did for them was on the Kama Sutra. Oh. which is which is really fun it's not just about the 64 sexual positions it's about a lifestyle of loving and communicating and sensory touch but my favorite book is neurolovology it's the blending of neuroscience with the science of love and that's the book where i tell my story and that's the book where you can actually grow your brain cells by having more intimacy. And so it's filled with over 200 um, neurosizes. I call them neurosizes because of the brain. But that's my favorite book because it's, uh, it took a couple of years to write. And um, I think it's the best one yet. Incredible. Well, I very yeah. much look forward to it. And we will be sharing your links here. So people can uh, find you. And if they have any questions, is it okay for them to reach out to you? Absolutely. You can reach out on Facebook, on my email. Uh, Yeah, I'm always available. I love helping people. So please feel free to ask me anything. (laughs) So my beautiful audience, if you have any questions on love, relationship, or if you're looking to empower your sexuality, you know who to reach out for, Dr. Eva Cadell, my dear friend from Malibu, California. And thank you again for being on the show, Dr. Eva. Thank and you for having me. You're such a good host. I love you. I love you very much. And I look forward to seeing you in person in California soon. Absolutely. Okay, my darling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.